Hey guys, Aaron here. Now, you're probably used to hearing me stick my ad in here for HorribleDesigns.com. And in my general need to try and improve things and keep things fresh and topical, it's time for a new ad for HorribleDesigns.com. So here it is. Go to HorribleDesigns.com, get t-shirts, get mugs, get stickers, get get mouse pads, get stuff, get swag with a bunch of humorous things on it, pictures, commentary, little thoughts and ideas. And for being a loyal listener of the show, you can get 15% off your total purchase price by using the code I had to say it at checkout. And that's all one word. I had to say it. Only available at horribledesigns.com. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, the head advocate of the Big Titty Committee of 69 Whiskey. Did somebody say titties? And the undercover brother of the Bro Migos podcast, Matt, here. And it's time for my homeboy, Chef Aaron, to cook up another great episode of the I Had to Say It podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we're going to start out as we do now with the supporter shout out. Uh, so Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, and Javier, thank you guys so much for the support. Uh, it's fun that I have that many names to say at this point. I really appreciate it. That's all I can say about it. So due to uh, real world stuff, this is going to be another brief one. I apologize if that's a disappointment to any of you guys. But unfortunately, it's just kind of the way it is. I mean, there's no shortage of crazy shit going on in the world today. And there's a couple things I'm going to touch on uh, with, you know, it's being Mother's Day weekend just past when this drops. And uh, oddly enough, something I had noticed is with Mother's Day coming along, I didn't see nearly as much stupid shit going on this year about like, you know, birthing person holidays and shit like that or any of this other stuff saying that, you know... Men can be mothers and all this other horse shit. Uh, I did see the usual bunch of people saying, oh, well, you know, I might as well. I'm a mother, too, but not in the same capacity. Not where I was like, yeah, people weren't lauding it. It's like, no, motherfucker, you're not. If you're if you're a single dad, I understand you're doing a lot of extra fucking work. You're still not a mother. There are certain prerequisites that you just don't fucking meet. You got Father's Day, even though Father's Day generally isn't shit based on, you know, everything I've noticed. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it wasn't nearly the onslaught of stupid woke bullshit I was expecting to come in the way of, uh, maybe, maybe it's because I've been disconnecting from social media lately. Maybe it's because I've been actively trying to avoid the bullshit. So yeah, maybe it's just a slight shift. Maybe it's just going on and I didn't notice it because I don't care about that crap anymore. I just, I'm so done with even acknowledging the stupidity. I think that's probably going to be my advised way to deal with things like that. And I was just don't acknowledge them. Don't give them the attention they want. Treat them like the spoiled little brats they are. Just ignore their tantrums. That being said, uh, like this past week since the last episode, uh, there's been no shortage of ridiculousness going on in the world. It's, it's not changing anytime. Politicians are all on the same bullshit they've always been on. Each side's blaming the other side. Uh, we're looking at the potential to default on the national debt, which Biden is social media managers are really plugging that in every single thing they tweet, post, whatever, and they can't do it without using the phrase MAGA Republicans because nothing quite says 
a healthy future like pushing massive fucking division with anyone who doesn't agree entirely lockstep with your fucking policies. But that's no surprise to any of us, really. And one thing that did come up on the radar uh, this past week is there's an organization out there uh, known as the Patriot Front. Uh, Supposedly it's a white supremacist, right, far alt-right, white nationalist organization that is... If you ask any of your average right-leaning individuals, is actually a false flag operation. It's the feds. And there's a lot of convincing things that are said every time these clowns come up in the news. And they marched on D.C. last week and, oh, a lot of brouhaha. And the thing about it is there are things you look at that make it seem like a reasonable argument that this is some kind of fed op. First thing... Their little uniforms are a, like, khaki cap, white face gaiter, sunglasses, navy blue shirt, khakis, boots. And then they're usually carrying, you know, flags or shields or this other shit. Marching in lockstep, marching in formation. The first thing about that is khakis and a navy blue shirt are basically the fed working field uniforms. So... Uh, I mean, it's kind of like they were too lazy to go to a different outfitter to get their outfits. The second major thing is every picture you see of these guys when they're marching anytime they're anywhere, um, it there's like they're in a country that has an obesity epidemic going on where these guys, they don't have any like obese members. There's no fat fucks in this organization. They all look relatively fit, which, again, kind of makes it go, well, you know, maybe it is a fed plant. And then to people who pay more attention to these things than I do, because, again, they're just clowns in my fucking book, or feds. Either way, I have no use for them. I don't have any use for white nationalists, and I don't have any use for feds either. So either way, they're not really on my radar. But people that are talking about these things, it's been pointed out that when they are actually arrested, you look at the pictures, they're never arrested properly so it's either because the guys arresting them are going easy on them because they're their brothers in arms or they're i I don't have an or actually or the all the cops arresting them every time just happen to be that fucking incompetent you look at them the cuffs are loose they're put putting zip ties on over the gloves these guys are wearing they're not pulling down their face gaiters they're not taking off their hats they're not taking off their sunglasses they're not exposing them during the arrest process which I've seen multiple people get taken down by police officers, some that deserved it, some that arguably did not, and I saw the footage online or on the news or whatever. I've never once seen an officer arrest somebody with their face covered that left the hat, the glasses, and the face gaiter on them while they were arresting them. Never once, unless they're trying to keep somebody's identity from being made public. Maybe they're trying to protect their informants. Maybe they're trying to protect their fellow officers. Maybe they're trying to protect their operatives, however you want to look at it. That's what the conspiracy theorists are saying, and it's really hard to find fault with the information when I've seen pictures of some of these guys as they're supposedly being arrested, and you could see the zip cuffs were fucking loose, like loose enough to pull your hands through them. So I don't really see, and they're put on, you know, over the gloves, which is just, wrong it's not procedure you can't zip tie somebody over their gloves they're not gonna hold at least not securely enough to be guaranteed they're gonna stay but of course every left-leaning pundit and talking head out there's got a 
talk about how this is the crisis that's going to divide America, and this is this is what they're talking about. This is why we need more censorship and more more people to be cracked down and broken on down upon and regulating free speech and all this other shit. And I mean, if I were an author authoritarian government body, that would be exactly the kind of shit that I would want people saying, so I could further extend my uh, completely inappropriate control over the American population. I mean, I'm not saying that's what's happened. I'm just saying hypothetically, if I were in that position, that is, that's how I would handle things. And I've always had kind of that megalomaniacal leaning in my thoughts. I always play as the bad guy. And if they have those choices in video games, because it's a little more fun and it's a lot easier to get the job done when you're not as tightly bound by morals, ethics, and beliefs. Now in the real world, it's a different story. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting thought exercise, if nothing else. And since I do like to try and maintain a certain degree of mental acuity, I do things like thought exercises on a fairly regular basis. I'm getting back into the gym, trying to exercise my body, trying to lose all this extra weight. That's gradually crushing my heart and killing me. Like most Americans these days that are close to my age. And well, I shouldn't say most, but a huge portion of America, this is a fat fucking country. And so, yeah, I'm trying to work on I'm trying to better myself, but I also try and keep my mind at least somewhat uh, aware and functional and at least in somewhat healthy shape. And you can't do that just playing fucking Sudoku every day. But, yeah, so that that's a thing that happened. I, I really don't want to dwell on it too much. I'm not going to dedicate an entire episode to what is either a alt-right hate group or a fed psyop. Either way, you know. Like I said, either way, I got no real fucking use for these clowns. But so that is a thing that happened. And um, yeah, this is kind of looking to be another short episode this week, guys. Just it's been a really rough. A lot of the shit that's been going on in my life that's I try to avoid getting too deep into the personal shit that's going on in my life. You know, but like a couple weeks ago when somebody boosted my wallet, it really kind of set the tone for this whole last like month, basically. And, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of bullshit going on that I'm not going to burden you with having to hear about my bullshit. And I suppose if you're really that interested, you can always reach out to me and ask, hey, look, are you okay, bro? And, um, I mean, I'm fine. I don't want to concern anyone in that respect. It's just a lot of horse shit. And it's, some of it's been physically draining because I've been having to do a lot of stuff that I wasn't planning on doing. And as much as I'm trying to get into shape, I'm still out of shape. So doing, like, physical labor for 10 straight hours will just take it out of you, you know? And the fact that I'm not used to being out in the sun all day seems to have also taken a toll on my uh, my physical well-being, at least. I mean, I'm, I definitely don't snap back from things like I used to. But, you know, it's not all bad breaks. I'm just saying I'm just a, I'm a little run down, so it's, I'm not going to go on ad nauseum about these things. It's just kind of the cliff notes so you guys know that I'm still here. I'm still watching, still biding my time, forming my opinions. Still making a lot of snide-ass remarks to every politician's social media account that happens to come across my feed because I really, I, I long for the day where America realizes these assholes are parasites and we need to do something about them because the power is supposed to rest with the people, not the parasites. Um, but that being said, I'm going to take a break here. We're going to insert an ad for another show that I think you should take your time out of your day to go check out at some point. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about the other thing that happened that is percolating in the back of my brain. Thank you. 
Sometimes people have a story to tell. It could be a story of triumph or a story of sorrow. However, it's their story. It's important to keep their story authentic, in their own words, and delivered in a delicate way. That's where Unfiltered Discussions podcast comes in. I'm Brian Howard. I talk with my guests about tough subjects and pivotal moments. I'd love for you to hear their stories. Subscribe to Unfiltered Discussions on your favorite podcast platform. Let's ensure their stories are heard. All right, so thanks for listening to that. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to talk about real briefly is, um, so a few months back, Twitter, you know, with the whole Elon buying Twitter thing, and a lot of us were cautiously optimistic, like, hey, this is a good thing. He seems to be pretty serious about free speech and uh, providing a neutral public forum for conversation and discussion, and even though ideas aren't unpopular, they're not going to be immediately censored. And uh, you know, the detractors were saying it was going to turn into like the Wild West and people were going to just be able to spew all kinds of hatred and nonsense and garbage and blah, 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 blah. And honestly, I haven't really seen much of it. I keep seeing random posts about how terrible things have gotten and what a hate field, just minefield of crap it's become. But honestly, I haven't seen any of that shit, at least not out of the people that weren't already spewing hate when. Twitter was an extremely biased platform, but, um, yeah, all these like ultra racist, hardcore conservative Christian motherfuckers that were supposedly going to come out of the, out of the woodwork, you know, throw the N word back into regular rotation in every white guy's lexicon and turn it into a place of nothing but bashing and intolerance. I really haven't seen that shit materialize. I've seen a lot of people that were being silenced for having dissenting opinions about things actually getting their voices back, which is not the same thing, contrary to what all the overly sensitive Gen Z fucking idiots want to say about things. You know, words aren't violence. Somebody having an opinion you don't agree with is not an attack. You're just fucking weak, and you need to shut up. But, uh, yeah, so after a little while, Elon posted a Twitter poll saying, should he step down as the CEO of Twitter and... He said, oh, I'll abide by the the verdict of this poll. And then he got, he basically showed what was wrong with Twitter polls, where it got completely spammed to one side where everybody was saying, yes, step down. Because the overly sensitive motherfuckers came out in droves and made sure other people went and voted on it and made, uh, probably made bot accounts and false accounts and secondary accounts all to come vote to make sure Elon didn't get to manage Twitter anymore. And it wasn't saying he was going to give it away. He wasn't saying he was going to stop owning it. But he did say he would step down as the uh, chief operating officer. And to be honest, the guy's got a lot of other irons in the fire. It's not like he needs to be spending all his energy focusing on fucking around and running the day-to-day operations of Twitter. So he said, well, you know, when I find somebody that I think is worthy that actually wants the job, I'll, I'll appoint somebody. And a lot of people, oh, well, he backpedaled, he's lying, he said this shit, he said that shit. No, what he said was he wasn't just going to give the job up to instantly to, and nobody was going to be running the fucking show. He damn sure wasn't going to give it back to the assholes he just bought it from that turned it into what it was in the first place. And he's not just going to blithely hand it over to somebody that's not going to follow his idea of things, theoretically. And so an announcement comes out this week that Twitter has decided who he's going to appoint for CEO that Elon has decided who's going to appoint to the CEO of Twitter. And it's a lady named Linda Yaccarino. I, I might be slaughtering her name. I don't 
I don't know. Don't really care. Um, but she uh, is uh, the head of advertising at NBC Universal, uh, and he's bringing her in to replace him as the CEO of Twitter. Uh, his announcement was like, she'll focus primarily on business operations while he focuses on product design and new technology. So it kind of says, seems to me like she's uh, being brought in more to handle like marketing, advertising, and kind of overseeing getting business and trying to get Twitter to, you know, not be a giant money pit that he just, Elon's just pouring cash into. Because contrary to what a lot of people want to think, yeah, Twitter has not been a profitable platform in years. But um, there, the, here, here's where it becomes to be kind of problematic. Is this woman has like direct ties to the WEF, which has a lot of people questioning her appointment and seeing if this is going to be show that Elon was actually just kind of a, a fucking con man and full of shit. And he brought her on board because that was actually his entire agenda the entire time. Now, I like to give Elon the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he's he's by no means a saint. He's by no means fucking perfect. I'm really not one of those fanboys that wants to fucking cuff his nuts for him and, you know, a little to the left, Mr. Musk. But he's a smart guy. He's one of the most forward-thinking individuals in a lot of ways when it comes to technology and and new new processes, new ways of doing things, new things that need to be done. He has been the head of a lot of innovative moves in our society. A lot of things that had people that were, you know, foaming at the mouth when he bought Twitter, loving him two years prior to that. But when as soon as he started speaking up and saying, I don't think we should be silencing people and I don't think things should, I don't think it should, you should live in a fucking echo chamber, then all of a sudden he was no longer their golden boy. But like I said, objectively, he doesn't need to be pouring all his time, energy, and effort into running a fucking social media platform. Now, that being said, yes, there, I take some concern with the idea that he's appointing someone who's actually an advising board member on the World Economic Forum to take over the platform. I do f- question the sort of neutrality she will maintain in sticking along with Elon's professed desire to have Twitter be a bastion of free speech where you're not gonna be where you're gonna be able to speak your mind as long as you're not threatening anybody or deliberately defaming people with falsehoods. Not to say you can't deliberately defame people if they are if you're saying it's not defamation if you're saying the truth, basically. They may not want it out in public, they may not want it spread around. That doesn't mean it's defamation to say something that's true but unflattering about an individual. So it will be kind of interesting to see how her ties with things like the WEF influence her management of the day-to-day systems. Is Elon going to retain the right to shit can her if he doesn't like the direction she's taking the company? I like to think he's smart enough to have that sort of parachute built in there. And I definitely think he's smart enough to realize he's wasting a ton of his fucking time and effort trying to run this platform for a bunch of fucking ingrates and whiny entitled celebrity fucks who are all just extra headaches for him, basically. And he does have a bunch of fanboys out there wanting to jiggle his coin purse and all this other shit, but I I really can't see, maybe maybe it's because I don't have the right mindset for this, but I don't understand how that could ever offset the stress of dealing with all these stupid fucking whiny entitled shitheads. 
And there are a lot of them. Twitter is full of annoying-ass 20-something-year-olds that think they have all the fucking answers in the world when realistically they can't even, like, wipe their own asses without a fucking YouTube instructional video on it because they are completely fucking just stupid. I don't know how else to put it. There's always hope. There's always some young people that aren't morons, but I'm talking about the ones that are on social media screaming their damn full heads off. You get a lot of the younger people out there that are actually decent. I've run into more than a few of them these days. I mean, like I said, my kid's a good example. I'm proud of him. He's a good hard worker. I know a couple of young people I've met through various channels in their late teens, early 20s that actually give me some hope. They're not all complete fucking idiots, but a huge portion of them are, and they're very vocal. And they think they're doing great things, but they're actually fucking stupid. They think they're so bright. They think they're so slick. They think they're so on top of everything, and they're being manipulated by people that are old enough to be my parents and grandparents. It's really fucking pathetic that these kids don't seem to understand they are constantly out here stumping and parading and being led around by the nose and being manipulated by the very same people who created most of the fucked up situations they're complaining about now. And it really concerns me. So that's going to be my little tasking for you, my dear listeners who inspire me to keep doing this even on days where I'm hurting and cranky and I've been out tearing down a pool all day or whatever other ridiculous bullshit I'm dealing with in the real world where I still come down and sit in my little room and plop myself in front of this microphone so I can vent to you guys. That's going to be my my tasking for you. Go out, find a young, stupid motherfucker, and try and at least, if not convert or even wake them up completely, just kind of point out some of this stuff gently. You don't want to be too threatening or too intimidating because all they're going to do is start calling you ists and phobes. But point out that a lot of these people that they're looking to to try and save them from the fucking shit that the world is in are actually the ones that got us there in the first place. And just see if you can't get it through to them. And uh, that being said, thanks for listening, guys. As always, I really appreciate it. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> and for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.